Hi, I'm Rebecca Rosen, a spiritual medium and best-selling author. Welcome to my podcast, Small, Medium, at Large. Although small in stature, I've been taking on the big and unusual job of talking to the dead for over 20 years. I serve as a messenger for spirit, helping people to connect to their departed loved ones and guides, while also encouraging them to strengthen their own intuition. So much of the magic and miracles in the work I do and in our collective connection to spirit lies in the personal stories of those who have experienced it. Those aha moments that give undeniable validation that our loved ones on the other side and our team and spirit are constantly with us, guiding us and cheering us on along our path. These validations help to build our authentic faith so that we can move forward with our divine purpose and reside in the knowing that we are not alone on this journey. For this episode, I wanted to share a couple of powerful stories from those who have experienced their own synchronicities, signs, and validations from spirit. My first conversation is with Carly and Alicia, a mother and daughter who recently attended one of my Rebecca Rosen Live online events and were connected with their departed sister and daughter in a reading that touched the entire group. I would love to start with you guys sharing um, the story and how this all came together um, with the reading. Um, We have, I guess we've subscribed to your emails for a while. We've been to a large group reading in person a number of years ago, actually very soon after the death of my sister and her daughter. Um, And so we, you know, during quarantine, like a lot of people living with extended family, And, um, we got your email. We thought it would be kind of just like a fun family activity for the night. We didn't think much of it. And you know, when the readings are with a bigger group, you don't necessarily expect to be read, um, or at least you have to go in with managed expectations that you're going to get something out of it, whether or not it's directly to you, um, or about you, you kind of have to just manage those expectations. So that's what we went into it with um but which is fabulous by the way like I love when you can go in open but not expecting and or attached to an outcome yeah that's great and so you came into this virtual large audience event few hundred people and then all I remember is your amazing daughter sister her spirit (laughs) she was so there's some spirits I work with that are just they're angelic they're they're very wise and easy to communicate with. And she was crystal clear. And, <laughs> and I remember the part where we said something, tell us the story. I said, what's with jeans? She's saying to mention the jeans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us about tell, that. Well, you had mentioned, um, I think you said, is someone putting together a quilt with old t-shirts and sweatshirts and things of hers, which it's kind of common. I guess a lot of people do that when they lose a loved one. And so we said, yes, we are. And then something else came up a minute or so later where you said, I know we talked about the quilt, but is there something with jeans, like with the jeans pocket, you're putting your hands in the pocket, which is crazy because we had actually just, um, we're almost at the eight year mark of losing her. And almost eight years later, we finally went through all of her clothes um, and brought it somewhere to get a quilt made. And when we went there and unpacked the bag of stuff, she had a pair of jeans that she was had her heart set on putting into the quilt, which I said, 
that's weird. You don't want jeans in there. That won't be comfortable. It's not what people do. And she said, no, I know that's what I want. I want to put my hand in. So I feel like I have my hand in her pocket. And so when you mentioned that, that was like such a crazy, yeah, insane, you know, wow. fact that's so that amazing. obviously wouldn't have. No, wouldn't I mean, known. that's right. And so my big thing when I do this work, whether I've worked with you before or never before, um, I want you to walk away believing and knowing that mm-hmm. this is real, that they're always with you. Hours, days, months leading up to the reading and hours, days, months after. And right. they have to give you that, right? To deepen your own authentic faith so that you know. Um, and I love that she gave you that. And will you? would you mind sharing with us just briefly your daughter's story? So Emily was 19. And she was a sophomore in um, at a small liberal arts college. And she called one night with a headache and I told her to take Motrin um, and she went to sleep. But the next, she woke up a few hours later and she said to her roommates, my head really hurts. And it turned out she had contracted bacterial meningitis, a serogroup group that we did not yet have the vaccine for in the United States. So she was not protected against this particular serogroup. group. And it, because it was before the vaccine w- was brought here and, and licensed, and she, she died very quickly thereafter um, the next day. And we were able to donate um, six of her organs to five people. So she was a hero. Yes. And, um, we were pretty um, active with raising awareness for vaccine preventable diseases in our community because of it. And so, from what I remember, I remember her bringing through that this was part of her soul's plan and she was a more advanced soul to advance science and medicine and a cause, right? And now she's working as your silent partner to help you show up. And so it's beautiful because you guys are collaborating and that's right. And that's how you keep her memory alive. And she, she's just doing what, you know, she agreed to, um, so, you know, it, it's painful regardless, right? Because she's your beautiful daughter and sister and you miss her. But hopefully knowing that it gives you comfort. And oh, it's tremendous a- comfort, tremendous right. comfort to know that it, it, as painful as it is, I do believe that there are reasons for things happening. And that was the reason um, because she agreed with to come into this world with that message and with that purpose. And we don't have to like the reason at the time. And we, I didn't like the reason, but it does make it beautiful in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. To be it able does. to find the gift. Yeah. 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 And the growth. I mean, you know, I always say when you go through tragedy, it either takes you deeper into your faith or further away from it. And you guys clearly have gone in the right direction. So I know when I do readings, it's so overwhelming, right? It's like drinking from a fire hose. And um, sometimes you it's after the fact, after you get off and you can go back and sit and process it that, you know, you start to piece it all together and make sense of it. So what were your initial feelings after that experience? Well, the genes was a huge, a huge thing for me. It was just like an, oh my God moment. The genes were huge. 
Um, the color changing because the color of her hair was huge because there was always funny things with her cha- wanting to change colors of her hair. That was always a funny thing. I love that. Um, was there anything that she brought through that happened after the fact? Because a lot of times, you know, it isn't linear. And so spirits mm-hmm. will talk about the future as if it's already happened. And then it's, you know, a few days later, it comes together. Do you recall? Not that I can recall. Since the reading, have you felt her presence with you? Oh, I always feel her presence. Good. I always feel her presence. (laughs) We we are talking about her constantly, and it's definitely a big part of us and who we are and what we do day to day. Yeah. Well, they she stayed a part of our family. Exactly. And that's what they want. They want you to keep them alive by including them in conversations. And that's why so often when I do readings, we mention things you just talked about or just did like with the genes, right? So that it feels like they're eavesdropping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do you have any tips that you would want to share with listeners going through something similar that has helped you to continue that connection to your daughter in spirit? So, you know, my number one tip is to be open. I mean, now that I know what it feels like when she comes to me, I know that she came to me even before she had passed away. Emily, it was brain dead, and I almost made a wrong decision to not donate her organs. But I got a very, like a tickly feeling on on the back of my neck. And that is what I get when she comes. It's always what I get. But I didn't know what that was then. I only knew I got that feeling. And to be open, to like be open to any changes and, and signs and messages. And yes. It really and to come to a reading with a list of questions, you know, prepared with a list of questions is helpful because sometimes you get so excited you can't think on the spot. Absolutely. I call it psychic amnesia. Because <laughs> your mind goes blank, right? Yeah. Um, you guys did such a great job though. You know, I just felt like we the three of us, I always say it's like a triangle. It's me. Mm-hmm being here, being the conduit, it's you guys being open and available. And then it's spirit showing up and it's a three-way process. And, um, it was just kind of magical from what I, I remember, you know, what's hard for me is when I do these, I don't remember because I purposely have trained myself to let it go at the end of our time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I would be crazy with (laughs) a billion people's spirits in my head. And so, um, was there anything else from that? Did we talk about her coming to you and giving you the chills? Like you were saying, you feel her. At I the don't think we of- talked about that. Um, How did you know that? How did you personally connect the dots knowing that was her at some point? At some point, I mean, I have had many readings. Um, I, I've had some from you, but um, from many other people. And at one point, Fairly early on, she said to me, um, I know you were there by yourself. And I was before Carly came back from out of the country. My husband was out of town. And she said, I know you were there by yourself. I had one foot in this world and one foot already. And but my head was already in another world. And I could look and I could see what it was like if I were to stay. And she would have had 
severe brain damage. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she said, so I was there. And then I think one time she said to you, and I was there even before you came back in town to make sure mommy made the right decision. Wow. So, yeah. And so I knew that was the decision. That was the big decision I made. And, um, I remember one time, I don't know if you were a tad skeptical at the beginning and she said to you, well, what about your teeth? She said, do you remember? <laughs> there have been some really crazy <laughs> right. you know, tidbits, kind of like the gene pocket deal that make us, obviously we're believers, but that right. make us right. even stronger believers. And also that are stories that we tell people who either aren't believers necessarily or skeptics or just haven't had experiences of their own to open their eyes to it. So we have like certain things that we tell people all the time to try to get them to consider, you know, an experience like this themselves. I mean, I, I always describe it to people like when my kids were little, I mean, this, my daughter is going to be 29 years old. So when, when my kids went to summer camp, it was a long time ago and there wasn't internet, there wasn't emails, you know, it was, they would write a letter, you know, on stationery that I would send pre-addressed and they would send them home to me. So I would put them on a bus and they would go to camp in Northern Michigan. And um, I would wait, I would run to my mailbox every day. And about four days later, or three days later, I would get my first letter that would say, dear mom and dad, I'm here. They served tomato soup and grilled cheese for lunch. My counselor's names are so, these are the people who are in my bunks and I love you. And then all of a sudden I could relax and I could enjoy the peace of knowing there's someplace else, but they're in a good place and I could relax. So when I have a reading, like a message from you, like that night, I tell people it's like getting a letter from camp. Oh. I can relax because I know she's okay. Yes. She's not with me, but she's very okay. What a beautiful way to explain that. Thank you for sharing that. Because that's it, exactly what it is. That is what it is. And, and I know it's okay then. And I can be okay if she's okay. You know, we can't be okay if, if our kids are not. My mom always says, you're only as happy as your least happy child. Right? right? <laughs> so when I know that they're okay, I, wherever they are, whether she's out of the country or out of the state or, or on the other side, I can be okay if she's okay. Good. Oh, that makes me feel so good. And that is why <laughs> mediums show up and do what they do, right? Yeah. We're just yes. Confirming yes. what you know and believe in your heart. Well, I know your story is going to be really inspiring and helpful for a lot of other people because it is true. People who come into this are either very skeptical for good reason. I always mm -hmm. say it's healthy to be skeptical to a certain degree, but not to be cynical because I can't give you what you're not open or willing to receive, right? Right. But a healthy skepticism is good. And that's why we give you the validation to deepen your authentic faith. And then you can walk away without a doubt. And so I'm glad that this brought you comfort and that you have your own connection. As I always say, you don't need me, right? No, but when, when somebody else tells you, 
you don't think you're making it up in your head, you know, <laughs> you didn't know about the blue jeans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. You know, it's hard sometimes to wishful thinking versus divine connection. So, exactly. yeah. Well, I am so grateful that you signed up to be a part of that group. And um, it was truly, there's some spirits, it's like a privilege and honor to get to work with. And she for sure was one of them. And I selfishly love good communicators. (laughs) My job's so much easier. So I want to thank her for that. Um, And just completely aside, is there a birthday or something to be celebrated aside from the obvious, aside from Hanukkah or what would be? My birthday is... Is it coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's showing me a happy birthday. This <laughs> <laughs> is her early direct birthday wish to you. Oh, and she you. and she's going, do you feel her in the car with you? Yes, actually, I have a really weird thing where I hear her come through the back of songs. Like if I'm like zoning out and listening to a certain song, I start to hear her voice instead of the singer's voice. <laughs> and that happens to me whenever I drive. That's it. Because I was going to say, she's going to use music, music. And so mm-hmm. that is your knowing. You're not making that up. That is how she connects with you. Oh, so that's going to happen on or around your birthday. She's, she's showing me. <laughs> I guess I'll drive. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so glad that you could be a part of this. I really appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you Thank so you. much for having us. My pleasure. Bye. Be healthy. Thanks. You too. Bye, guys. The second conversation is with Dirk Wilson, who wrote to me about the amazing synchronicities that connected him to my work and that eventually led him on his own remarkable path toward faith, spirituality, and his soul purpose. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> You're not the only one. I definitely am as well. That's so awesome. I Your letter was so touching and powerful. And I felt like if we could share this with listeners, it would just really validate and inspire so many people. That's the game plan. You know, I I feel as long as if if I could help one person that, you know, I feel it's a success and the more the merrier from there. Ah, I agree. So instead of me reading this amazing email, I would love if you would just go (laughs) into and share like how this all came together, how you discovered me and how the synchronicity behind that. Sure. I can definitely do that. That's not a problem. So uh, how I came to know of you and about you um, was through your husband, Christian, uh, through a book that he read called, called Big Weed. And basically reading through the book, I was really interested on him and his career and how he got to where he was. And uh, he mentioned you uh, in his book. Uh, And from there, uh, I, I had a lot of synchronicities start happening. Uh, I saw you on your TV show, uh, which, you know, my, my wife at the time, um, it, it was always on TV. And in addition to that, I listened to the Rick Lewis show, which was on the radio every single morning. And, and uh, you happened to be on it a few times. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, who is this Rebecca Rose? And it's like everywhere I look, everywhere I read and everywhere I hear, you're, you're all around. And wow. so... I wasn't a believer at the time um, in the sense that I didn't really know what to make. I had never even heard of what a medium was. Uh, I grew up in a household where my mom was 
a devout Catholic, and my dad was um, a Southern Baptist. So mediums really didn't mesh well in my house. And so, you know, it really, it really never came together for me until I got a little bit older. Um, I started working with a buddy and this is where I started getting sober uh, from alcohol. Uh, I drank for, I was an alcoholic for, for 22 years. And once I came sober, I ran into a friend who, who's a very, really, he's like a brother to me now. Uh, and, and he's uh, a practicing shaman. And so we started talking about things and, you know, we started talking about religion and spirituality. And, and I, I mentioned that, you know, religion has never really served me well. And so, you know, I don't know how I feel about spirituality. And he, and he mentions to me that, you know, they're, they're two completely different things. And I was like, huh, I, I always thought they were synonymous. Mm. Okay. He goes, just because, you know, you don't maybe believe in religion or religion doesn't serve you well, doesn't mean that you can't be spiritual. And so I, I started really thinking about that. And, and then I started having lots of things happening in my life. Um, lots of things, meaning synchronicities, signs just everywhere. And, and I had to start putting all these things together. And so that's kind of how I ran into you was you had a very large audience reading here at the Soil Dove in Denver. Yeah. And so my, my wife at the time and I were like, well, let's go. This, this is like a sign calling us, you know, and plus I was just really intrigued and interested in learning more and, you know, finding out what, what life is really about. And so just having an open mind going there and, um, man, it, it blew me away. Uh, you know, there was a lot of readings happening, uh, not necessarily, you know, a reading with me, but just hearing other people's story. And then you happen to walk through the audience, uh, towards us. And then you, uh, gave me a reading where my deceased mom came through, uh, who used to be my best friend. And uh, that, that just completely turned my world upside down. It completely validated all the stuff that I was feeling and seeing and hearing. And I was, and I was like, wow, I got, some, I got a lot of catching up to do. I, I have some work to put in just because I, I felt it was all real and true to me. And from there, I, just, I started doing my homework or, or as I call, I, I have to do my pushups. You know, every day it's everybody has to, has to put it in the work. And, and since I've been doing that, just more things have been happening, more great things have been happening in my life. Um, so amazing. Yeah, after that uh, large audience reading, uh, you happen to be on the Rick Lewis show uh, a couple times and I happen to be a caller just, just driving into work. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, she's on the radio. I'm like, I've, I've called the radio thousands of times in my life and I've never ever been able to get through. And I, I call the show and I, I get right in and I happen to be you know, one of the first callers that you called on. and you were able to give me some really good advice, not only great, good advice, but you have, I had some spirit guides come through. I had my mom come through and, and it really helped me get closure with what I was going through. You know, I felt really stuck and I needed a lot of help and, and you gave me that help. That's, that's why I kind of call you my, my, my spiritual savior. Cause you, you saved, wow. you saved spiritually. I mean, it's real. That's amazing. I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you. I am honored. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know what's so incredible is God meets us where we are. And once you put out the call, the intention for to rise up, right, and to do and be better, all of a sudden you're just all these doors opening and synchronicities, and you just happen to get called on. You know, it's really hard to get through those lines on that radio show. And yeah. right. And you were ready and you were clear. And so they used that as a way to validate you. Um, 
So, okay. So you went from being in the corporate world to being a energy healer and a Reiki master. And this is like all over the course of what, a couple of years? In the course of five years. Yeah. When you first, uh, that first large audience reading was August 31st, 2015. And, um, yeah, that, that's all I've been doing after I graduated from college was doing sales in the corporate world. And uh, I have now been laid off four times. And so I'm like, wow, all these, the corporate world is trying to tell me and closing that door saying, maybe the same for you. And, and as we all know, the definition of insanity, I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing it. I feel, I feel the world's trying to tell me more. And so during COVID, you know, it, I, it was a great time for me to kind of just, you know, sit back and recalibrate everything that's going on and say, Hey, you know, what's important to me. And, and so, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, I started, I started learning Reiki and during the course of COVID in the last year, I decided to do my Reiki master, which, which is very, uh, very rewarding for me. Uh, you know, everything has been put on pause as in my Reiki practice, you know, due to, due to the restrictions going on, but that doesn't mean that I can't keep getting better. And, and, you know, even sometimes doing distance Reiki over zoom or on a phone call uh, for some of my friends and family. It does. It works the same way. I work, I've worked with many people doing it and, you know, spirit's not limited to time and space. So that's beautiful. I'm learning. <laughs> you are, you are, you are welcome to this world. Um, well, so I love so much that you're talking about changing your perspective when one door closes, another one opens. And to help people who are listening right now, who are maybe down and out, right? And need some hope. And, you know, what would you say to them to help to remind them to shift that perspective, to find the opportunities and the gifts in some of the closed doors? The first thing that comes to mind and then something that you taught me, and you've had to repeat it a couple of times on your readings is that you got to trust, you know, you got to, got to have that leap of faith and trust that there'll be a net to catch you. And that took a lot of courage for me because I I just, for one, like I said, I'm kind of like a new believer. So I'm learning to believe and just trust in myself and then trust in the world that, that there's a divine plan for me. It's not a plan that, you know, that, that the, that the world's telling me that I need to do. And, And that that's kind of been my problem is, Everybody's like, oh, Dirk, you should do this. You'd be great at that or you'd be good at that. And I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I should do that versus, you know, listening to myself and, and following my own intuition. Exactly. My biggest, my biggest change for myself is just trust and believe that, you know, we have a plan and, and doing my research, it's kind of like we come into this world with a, with a loose script and things will fall into place if you, if you do trust and believe. 100%. You've learned well. Yes. <laughs> You've taught well. <laughs> so, okay. So I'm a big um, believer in our team and spirit sends us what I call breadcrumbs along our path or markers or signs, right? To validate we're on the right track. It's almost like to encourage us just to keep going, to have faith and trust. So what were some of those? What did that look like for you as you're going into total faith and leaping and trusting that net will be there? What did that look like for you? Well, first for me, it was uh, it, it was it was numbers, seeing just random numbers, repeated patterns of numbers, or even just letters. So you know, looking at looking at a receipt from the store, and, and I see my favorite number, which is thirty two or seven, and and in my receipt it'd be like thirty two dollars and thirty two cents, and I'm just like, okay, this is it's kind of odd. Okay, I'm and I'm put, putting it together and. 
And then I start seeing license plates uh, with numbers or repeated letters. Um, and then I started seeing like symbols. Um, and for me, the, the symbol for me and for Reiki and for healing are pineapples. And uh, so I started seeing pineapples everywhere. I'd see stickers on the back of cars and I'm like, wow, okay. I'm like, this is kind of neat. And then I kind of did take it a little step further, you know, uh, um, what was I doing in that moment? When I saw that, those numbers on the receipt, what was I thinking about or what situation was I in? Or when I saw the pineapples, you know, what was I thinking about or what was I feeling in the moment? And I'm like, okay, that was pretty powerful because I was thinking about something specific like my mom or a deceased friend relative or, or just the healing path. And I'm like, you know, scratching my head, like, wow, this is, this is really, this is really coming together. And uh, then it started being songs I would hear. Um, and, and then, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is kind of neat. And so I started, I started talking to my spirit and team, or as you say, team spirit. And so I started kind of like talking to them out loud, you know, versus just kind of, you know, thinking about it in my head, I started talking out loud being like, Hey, when I, you know, if we, we need to come up with something, if I hear this song, this kind of means this. And so for my mom and I, that was kind of, she was kind of like my big believer, and, and, you know, my mom died at, at a young age when I was in my 20s. And I think that helped push me right on my spiritual path. And, you know, it's kind of part of my script as well. And so after that happened, I started hearing songs that reminded me of my mom, um, you know, like Simple Man. Uh, I also have Another One Bites the Dust, things that have really personal meanings between my mom and I. And it would come up in times where I was either praying, you know, praying or needing help in my life. And I'm like, wow, that, that song came on as I'm thinking about her and as I'm praying and I'm like, I'm like, okay. And so, you know, I just keep taking it a step further to where, you know, I, I have lots of things, lots of synchronicities that happen in my life now that I'm, I'm like, wow, all, all I had to do was start talking out loud and, and believing in all these, you know, all these ancestors and my spirit guides and, and, and they're all trying to help me and, and, and believe that they are trying to help. Yes, you did such a beautiful job of illustrating <laughs> what that looks like because, you know, it's available to all of us. We just have to get out of our own way, open our minds, open our hearts, and then miracles and magic start happening. You know, they're supposed to be common every day, you know, things that happen. But so often that's not a lot of people's experience. And so, you know, um, it's all about, as you know, you do energy work. It's all about energy and it's all about raising your frequency. And when you start to raise your frequency, raise your vibe to match that of spirit and that miracle consciousness, you can't help but start attracting more miracles. That's a fact. Yes. And so I just love how you went from this place of total disconnection and, and doubt and fear into total faith and trust. And now, like on this whole new path, a whole new calling. Yeah. It's really it's remarkable. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And like I said, you've helped a lot along the way. And, you know, I, I use a lot of resources and I continue to keep learning even to this day. You know, I keep getting books and reading more because I'm not done. I feel like there's so much to do. And and getting out of my own way was 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 more than half the battle, you know, yeah. just rid of the old thought process and surrounding myself by high vibrational things. And, and for me, that was huge. You know, alcohol kind of put me in a low vibrational state. And once I kind of 
I left that behind. I kept raising my vibration. I'm like, okay, next thing I need to do is start working on my health and, and losing weight and eating clean and, and start surrounding myself by like-minded individuals and just keep raising that vibration to the point now where I don't really feel so much low vibrational energy, um, but a lot has to do with me also protecting myself. And that, that was kind of why I got into Reiki in, in the healing energy path is, is how, okay, how can I clear my energy every single day? What, what are the steps that I need to do? Because I, I don't like that feeling of low vibrational energy. It kind of drags me down. It's heavy. It's right. so not me. And, and I like, I love to be happy. I love to share the love inside. And, and that's how Reiki came about was, is I felt all this, you know, positive love and energy inside me. And I'm like, well, I need to do something with this. I, I don't know how. And so talking with, you know, friends that are in, in the healing industry, they're like, hey, you know, I think you might want to start off with Reiki and see, you know, start there and see where that takes you. That's amazing. So in sharing that, if you were to share one spiritual tool out of your spiritual toolbox with all of the listeners who um, are having a hard time right now, feeling that high vibrational energy, feeling connected to something bigger, what, what would that be? What do you do to raise your vibe? I do a, a whole host of things and I've kind of gotten to a routine of a few things and I, you know, I could go on for a whole long list, but you know, my biggest things are uh, when I first wake up in the morning, I, I go right into a prayer. I'm, I'm not even out of bed yet. You know, I, I have a lot to be grateful for and, and I start listing them and I get very specific with, with what I'm grateful and thankful for. And, and after my prayer, I start stretching, you know, I, I'm in my mid forties now. So um, you know, I, I like to be active and stretching for me. It gives me that extra time to sit and meditate and, and set some intentions through the day yeah. that I want to accomplish. And then after that, I, I uh, smudge or, you know, I use sage to kind of clean that negative energy. Uh, I, I try to eat clean. More importantly, also try to move, move, whether it's, you know, inside my place or outside being bonded with nature, taking a walk. Uh, riding my bike, whatever it may be. And, and then how I end my day uh, is usually taking a long salt bath. You know, I have a, I take a long bath with salts. So I'll even light a candle, uh, some essential oils, and it gives me, you know, a good hour or so to sit and meditate and process how my day was. And, and just, again, going back to the being grateful. And then I end my day in prayer. And, and I would say those are my core things that I have to do every single day or else I, I get in that little funk that I don't like to be in. Yes, that is so wonderful. And I love your commitment to the path. You know, it's it's really inspiring. And everything you said, I agree with. So, <laughs> so I love well, thank it. You. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, so share with us, you mentioned in your letter, you started a men's group for spiritual and personal growth. Are you still doing that? We, it's kind of been put on pause, but uh, somebody that, uh, so in a reading that you gave me, you're like, hey, is there a, a friend of yours that you want to work with? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. And you go, well, uh, does the D name or like Dan come in? And I'm like, it clicked because that's who my shamanic healer is. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, that's, that's fascinating. And so um, I have been working to try to get a men's group together just for people that or just for men uh, who have been along our path along the way. Uh, who are needing help and who are looking for answers. And, and I think this younger generation that we're in is, is really feeling this, this, this new movement going on uh, with spirituality. And so 
Uh, you know, we're still in the process of doing so, but, um, but yeah, we're trying to get a men's group together to help men right. that you know, help them along their path, which, you know, we wish we could have had men along our path uh, to help us yeah. on our journey. as well. Oh, it's so necessary. Right. And, you know, it's just, I think a lot of men struggle with Mm-hmm. Um, coming out and saying that they are open, believe, or have these experiences or feel called to this path. And what a wonderful thing you're doing to pay it forward, you know, and open that up. Well, thank you. That means the world to me. And hopefully it's something that can, you know, start steamrolling once we can start having, you know, more in-person visitations uh, after COVID. Yes, for sure. And so um, how can people find your services? You have a website? I do. It's uh, called uh, rechargereiki.com. Um, and that has all my information on there. Uh, and it also speaks a little bit of what Reiki is and how Reiki can help you. I love that. You know, at the end of this um, letter you sent me, you said a lot of amazing things. Thank you. You said, I am now living my highest truth and learning the true reasons I was put here. And I never would have realized these without you. And at the end of the day, that is why I do what I do, right? It's to empower, because I too wanted to pay it forward so bad. You know, my grandmother who helped me get back into alignment with my highest self and my purpose said, now go pay this forward and help others. And so you are the perfect example of, of why I do this work. And it just, it makes me, yeah, so grateful that so grateful. You know, it's, one Thank thing you. To, it's one thing to give the messages, but I'm going to be honest, most people that I've worked with again and again, Spirit keeps bringing through the same messages because they haven't done it, right? There's Mm -hmm. whatever host of excuses or reasons they haven't done it, but you just like ran with this and in a man in managed to, in a matter of five years, completely recreate your life and ascend higher. So, and I have to share this with you. So (laughs) you were saying numbers is a big way you communicate with your team and spirit. So you submitted this story through a form on my website. And my assistant pointed out that you sent it on 11-11 at 11-11 a.m. You don't even probably know you did that? No, I, I did not know that. I uh, Because what? this was the second time you sent me the screen. You didn't even have to, but it was for the podcast. And yeah. so she said, you won't believe this. Look at it. And so I'm like, that was meant to be. And now that you're saying numbers, right, are one of the ways... So go back and look at your email at the time and the date that you sent it. I definitely will because I, I, I waited for a few months writing this email because it, it was so important to me because you've been so important to me that I waited for my birthday, which is October 20th to come around. And so I sent it initially on my birthday. And, you know, it was like, I don't know, about a month or so after I'm, I was just reading your website and it says, you know, submit a form if you if you'd like to, you know, give feedback to Rebecca. I'm like, oh shucks, maybe, maybe I submitted it the wrong email address. I had no idea. So I was like, okay, so I just submitted it in and, and I'm definitely gonna have to go back because that, that, that's pretty awesome. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so that that was Spirit's way of saying that we need to share the, your story because I am telling you, there's gonna be at least one, if not many, people listening to this that are deeply touched and inspired. By your courage and your your grace, truly. So thank. That's you. awesome. So you're saying it was at it was on the 11th of November at, at 11 11 a.m. that came through. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's amazing. That's Magical. all I got. I love it. 
I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for doing this and just um, for reaching out, you know, so often that I don't get feedback and I don't hear how the work is changing people's lives and nothing makes me happier. So I really appreciate that, but also for you sharing it with so many. Absolutely. You're more than welcome. And, you know, as I'm stepping into my, my healing path, when, when I hear feedback on how I've help people and change people's lives. It's really, it really touches me and, and it's really gratifying. And I'm like, wow, I, I need to let the people know, especially you that have really helped me along my path. And that's, that's exactly why I did it. Oh, well, thank you. It meant a lot. Okay. Thank you, Rebecca. So we'll be in touch. Sounds right. good. Have a great day. Thanks, Derek. You too. Blessings. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Small Medium at Large. To register for one of my Rebecca Rosen live online events or virtual small group readings, and to sign up for my newsletter, please visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com. There you will also find additional resources for your spiritual journey, including my self-guided courses, books, and blog videos. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Medium Rebecca Rosen on Facebook and Instagram. As always, wishing you brightest blessings and all love.